What's up, nerds? Your favorite drunken, uncultured oh, ladies. Yeah, do that again. Fucking ambulance! Really? Nerds, your favorite drunken and cultured ladies are back. Hey, it's Lindsay. And it's Stephanie. So, um, honestly, I don't know when this episode's going to go up. Right we now, apologize in advance. So, there's been quite a few unforeseen circumstances that have come up that have delayed our last episode. So, this episode is going up at a... Later date. Later date than we are recording this. Right. So, last episode we talked about Craft Beer Week. It's obviously going up potentially like two weeks after Craft Beer Week is over. Our last episode came out several weeks after the end of Craft Beer Week, which we we did not plan for at the time, and we apologize, but you know what? We have real lives, so... We don't make money from this. This is just for fun. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, we, uh, we're just bummed to our friends that listen to this, that we're, I know some of our friends, we're hoping to hear some more. Yeah. But. Um, so eventually, I mean, this, it's June 2nd today. Correct. So this will come up by the end of June, and then hopefully by then we'll be. Back to. Back on the right life. track. Yeah. yeah. Recording, and then putting it up, the episode, like a week or two weeks after we actually record, depending on when our schedules fit. Yeah. Um. So now that that disclaimer said, it's kind of like a sober thought. Yeah. Um, a sober apology. We're not really sober, s- though. Uh, a, <laughs> a very buzzed apology. Yes. So let's get into what we've been doing. Oh, God. What have I done the last couple weeks? Well, I specifically want... Oh, I'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that before we actually get into the episode. The pop-up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, do you want me to go through the shows I went to in the last couple weeks? Yeah, that's fine. So, this week, um, we hosted Game Night. Steve and I hosted Game Night. And that was... a lot of rounds of Werewolf. (laughs) I have so many text messages that I sent to people after I had already died in Werewolf to say, like, oh, I fucking knew it was you. (laughs) You got very salty at that game. That game was great, though. It was fun. Yeah, we played a lot of Yeah, that game's a lot of fun. We also played Cornhole. Uh, Stephanie and I were not very good at it. You are like a ringer. I don't know what you're talking about. That we weren't. <laughs> we we were not very good. I was not very good. You are very good. You got that softball training, so you can throw underhand really well. And then like Michael is really good. Michael is really good. Well, Michael, Derek is a ringer Michael, too. He was like surprisingly. Michael doing almost well. went to college to play baseball. Oh, okay. So Michael is very good. He was yeah. a pitcher. Aw, twins. So <laughs> twinsies, Michael. So, yeah, he's, oh, he's going to be so mad listening to this. I, not that I was lucky enough, but Steve and I went and saw the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And I had not realized this, but they haven't played Chicago in nine years. They haven't toured since 2012. Okay. And obviously it's 2018. So it's been five years since they did their last tour and they only did three shows. They played LA, opening for LCD Sound System. They played in Brooklyn, you know, where they're from, the New York City, and they played Chicago. Gotcha. And then they, they played golf ball. Wait, this, you said 2012? 
was last time they actually did like a tour tour. So Got like it. within the last two months, they mm-hmm. opened for LCD in LA. They Got played it. Brooklyn. They played. Brooklyn I thought you meant that, that was their last tour. Oh no, no no no! I'm sorry. That's what's happening right now. Okay. They did LA with LCD Brooklyn. I think it was Brooklyn Steel, if not the Brooklyn Bowl. I'm not really sure. It was a small venue in Brooklyn. And then they played Chicago. And then they played Guff Ball, I think, today. Okay. Or tomorrow. I'm not really I sure. I do want to go to Guff Ball one year. I would love to go, but New York's so expensive. Right, I think I I'd rather go to Primavera. I mean, I agree with the expensive part. I don't know what the second one is, but we don't need to go into It's that. another New York City festival. Gotcha. All right, so you've seen... Yeah, yeah, yes. Incredible. Steve was going to bail on me and, like, make me try and sell his ticket. Oh, I would have gone. Was I in town? No, you were out of town. Um, Tickets were, like, 70 bucks, though, so they were really expensive. Mm. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was so glad he went. And so we did that. And then yesterday, I went with my lady, Carolina, and we saw Depeche Mode. And that was beautiful and wonderful, and I love my 80s goth bands. They're not that goth, though, anymore. They're no. 80s new wave. It's just funny to me, because you've said, like, in different occasions that both shows were the best show you've ever been to. And I was like, Stephanie, you're going to change your mind in, like, two weeks when you see another show. Oh, I didn't say that Depeche Mode was the best show I've ever been to, but I would say that Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's was up in my top shows I've ever seen. Gotcha. I go to a lot of shows. If you didn't pick up on that, and I say that every show is one of... It, I either say it's one of my favorite bands, or it's one of the best shows I've ever been to. Or that you're going to die. I say that on a daily basis. That's yeah. not new. Yeah, but you always say about a show, too. You're always like, I'm going to go see this band. I'm going to die. Oh, I saw Lawrence at Lincoln Hall with uh-huh. Justin. And it was a great time. They are okay. Um, I remember, I guess not. They're very, that, yeah. like, poppy, funky. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was a good time. That was a good one. I went there. That was last weekend. I don't think I've been to anything since then. I okay. went to Lawrence. Coming up, so by the time this episode will come out, hopefully, we will have seen Sons of an Illustrious Father. Ooh, yeah. Ezra Let's Miller's look at the fan. upcoming show. So tonight, we're going to see Chris Farron yeah. at Due Division. And then the night this episode is supposed to come out. Or no. Yeah. Not. No, the weekend. The weekend uh, after, after the show. Or no. We. Sorry. I it's really hard to like. Think that think far when we're, we're seeing Sons of an Illustrious Father after Father's Day. So this episode should be coming out at the end of June. So we will have seen Sons of an Illustrious, Sons yeah. of an Illustrious Whenever Father. Whenever this episode comes out. And I will have gone to see Thursday oh, do their 20th anniversary <laughs> show for... I've had to explain way too many times... Like, no, I'm not seeing a show on Thursday. <laughs> I'm seeing the band called Thursday. I'm not just yeah, surprised. No, they're playing that. full claps. That's what the album I'm is. I'm surprised people don't. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but most people have heard of Thursday, I feel like. You would hope so, but I guess not. Because my friend is getting married that Saturday after I see Thursday. And he was like, oh, so you're seeing the show on Thursday. I'm like, no, I'm seeing the band Thursday on Friday. 
I feel like that was... I mean, I can't even say a poor decision because it doesn't make sense to just play Thursdays, like, only Thursday shows. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I think that pretty much covers what we've done. I've just been traveling a lot and haven't done a ton of interesting things. I honestly barely know where I was the other day. That's fair. So I... You're on, like, a weird travel schedule right now where you're running projects during the middle of the night. Yeah. So, um... I don't know. I've done some stuff. I don't remember what. Oh, uh, before we get into this week's episode, a quick heads up. Where we are sitting, uh, Lindsay and Derek have their window open to hold their air conditioning unit. So, if you hear more sounds than normal from Lakeshore, that is why. Well, it's Aldine, but uh, I just told you guys where I live. (laughs) Well, you oh, can well. hear the Lakeshore sounds. Who cares? Yeah. Um, hopefully that will be gone by the time the episode after this comes out. Because, oh, maybe not. I don't know. No, it won't. In like two or three episodes, all the sound will go away because I'll have moved. Yeah. Um, to but for right now, you might hear some extra street noise. Yeah. Because You the might hear some general open. extra like wind. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, because the window's, like, slightly open, even though there's an air conditioning unit, like, holding it closed, it's, you can still hear it, it's louder than normal. But anyways, let us get into... Let's get into that topic. The topic of the week, yeah. Alright, so the topic this week is the ever-popular game and franchise in the millennial world, Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemans. <laughs> As my mom says. <laughs> as our one of our co-workers says it as well. Alright, so, um, before we actually get into the episode... Let's, uh, let's talk about what we're drinking today. Yeah, so, we picked up some Matilda... From Goose Island. Um, mostly because we were already pretty drunk. We were drunk before we bought Matilda... So we just kind of ended up buying it because we were walking by somewhere that was selling it. Yep. Um, And we'll explain why we were already drunk. Sure. Right now, actually. Yeah, let's get into it. So, um... So, in Chicago right now, not too far from where we were recording... Yeah. There is a pop-up bar called... So many pop-up bars. So many pop-up bars. Called uh, Gotta Drink Them All. Gotta drink them all. Uh, it's a Pokemon-themed pop-up bar um, in Lincoln Park, technically. Lakeview? Lakeview, Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park like, right on the border Yeah. I, think I don't think know where the border actually it's is. It's at Replay Lincoln Park is what the name of the bar is. Oh, I thought it was Replay Lakeview. Whatever. Park. Like, I don't there is up. a replay in Lakeview. That's why. I thought there was a replay in Avondale. There was a replay in um, Boys Town. I don't think they're affiliated. Oh. Uh, I don't think they are. That's why they call it Lincoln Park. Did not know that. Anyways. Yeah, so replay Lincoln Park. Um, they have some cool things going on right now. So Stephanie and I went opening day, um, and it was packed, and it was kind of like a soft opening. So since then, replay's area, like their pop-up area, is pretty small. It's like yeah, a it's bar. like their back bar. Um, since then, they decided to uh, expand into the entire bar. Yeah. And, and they I'm have, glad we went back, because yeah. the first night was like fun. It was kind of a mess. Like, I didn't really... I had fun, but I also didn't... It was waiting. kind of a mess. I waited, like, 25 minutes to get a drink, 
and I just ordered two at once because it took so long to get to the bar. Yeah. Um. So. Also, we went at like nine at night on a right. Friday. So today we went in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, I think on we a got Saturday. there at like one, one fifteen. Yeah, something like that. Um, we were there was nobody really there, honestly, but yeah. because they opened it up into the entire bar. They introduced the "Gotta Catch 'Em All" part. That was really that I was, like. That was my favorite part. I think right. of all of that. So basically, what they had were like cutouts or like plushes or just different paintings, paintings or yeah, um, different multi or multimedia versions of Pokemon and with numbers on them. And they it was the original like, hundred and fifty one. Right, and they basically gave you like a Pokedex style sheet with each Pokemon on there, and you find the Pokemon, you write the number down. Um, it was they a lot of fun. They were not the number that they are in the traditional Pokedex. No. Otherwise, that would have been way too easy. Right, because you could just write them go down. in order. Yeah. yeah. Um, you had to find what their new, quote-unquote, new number was for mm-hmm. the bar. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We went with our friend Michelle. Yep. Um, and we basically kind of, like, got drinks and walked around the bar looking like crazy people, like... We weren't the only ones looking for the Pokemon, though. Well, at the time, I think we were. There weren't a ton of people doing it. By the time we left, there was quite a few people doing it. And people were, even our bar, like the bartenders were shocked at how fast we were able to find them all. I was too. I mean, we got like, we logged We were there less than two hours. Yeah. And we found all of them. The legendaries were hard to find. And we we logged logged our way to find them. them. Like, Michelle initially found Zapdos. On a game on machine. On a game machine. And then we found Boltrace on like a fire escape sign. And you found Articuno where Pickle Rig was. Um, that was not anything to do with <coughs> other than the fact of like, hey, remember that time we found Pickle Rig? And then we all were like, what if there's a Pokemon there? So we look up and there's Articuno. Um, it was really funny though because Michelle was like, well, my point was like, if Zapdos was on a game, then. Moltres and Articuno are probably on like water and um, fire something. Yeah. I, I thought I was in the same. We even asked one of the bartenders, like, hey, is this the right way to think? And she goes, honestly, I just work here. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, it was. Although Articuno was like in the air, which makes sense because it was flying. They probably couldn't figure out a water place to put it. They don't have, like, a water cooler there. Right. So. I think it would have been too easy. Yeah. Uh, Moltres was hard to find. That one was really hard to find. I they mean, honestly, like a, I think Zapdos would have been harder to find. If Michelle hadn't stumbled upon it. If yeah. Michelle hadn't found it. Yeah. yeah. I agree, because that was kind of hidden. Um, Moltres was by a claw machine that had the word, like, hot stuff on it or something like that. Like So we thought it was going to be like in the machine and then it was behind like a fire escape or fire exit sign. That was right by the machine. If we hadn't yeah. saw, seen that machine we wouldn't have found it. If it was a different fire escape sign we wouldn't have seen it. Um, but that was a lot of fun. We They also have like a trainer challenge, challenge I yeah. guess. Yeah. Trainer card challenge. Yeah, like, it's called the trainer card and essentially says Professor Rye says Collect all eight drink badges for a special reward. So there's eight different shots between the four bars within replay. Yes. Now that they've expanded, it's two at each bar, which is kind of nice because it forces it's people to go nice. to different yeah. areas. And um, I mean, it causes you to open and close your card a hundred times, but yeah, which complaint. is probably not great for them. Like it no. doesn't matter for us, but but regardless, so. Today, 
we did in each I mean it's the original eight badges from the Pokemon game. Yes. So Kanto I'm trying League. to find the yeah, from the Kanto League. I'm trying to find the list. Oh there it is. Here we go. Alright, so we did four out of the eight shots slash badges today. So we got the rock type, aka the boulder badge, which was horchata and fireball. I actually really like that. Not so much the fireball, but the horchata part of it was really I good. I just don't like horchata, so You didn't like either of it. That's fair. I mean it was not that bad, it was fine. The cascade badge or the water type badge was Stoli Blueberry, Blue Curacao, uh, and Lime and Sierra Mist in a shot. It didn't taste that like there was Sierra Mist in there. It had a lemony taste to it. Maybe. I, just, I, I mostly just... tasted blueberry, and yeah. I hate blueberry, so. Um, we also did the Soul Badge. We should talk about that one last. All right. We also did the Marsh Badge, which is the Psychic type, which was, they call it a sweet and sour mixed berry bomb, but all it actually was was an apple cinnamon Jameson shot. We took what we were given the Marsh Badge. Sticker. The and sticker. And it was on their like, list as the Marsh Badge. Which is the Psychic with this description. type. Yeah. Which is... They but just, on this list that we're looking at right now... Yeah, the list we're looking the at, badge. they gave us... Yeah, based on the list they gave us, or that's online, we did the rainbow badge, which is the grass type. But based on the badges I have in front of me right now, we did the marsh badge, which yes. is the psychic type. I also think it said this cinnamon apple Jameson on their like list. The marsh badge. So yeah. I think they changed something. I think uh, they swapped it up. Yeah, they probably did. Um, and then we also did the um, Soul Badge. The first thing that we did was just a shot of Malort. It was um, previously warm Malort. Yeah, um, I think opening weekend that was Malort that was like on a warmer. Yeah, it was like a hot water bath. Yeah, and they did not do that today, so we lucked out, so we just got room temperature malort. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. No, we did it, and I even think it was watered down, because I didn't, it was kind of light for malort. That wasn't that bad. Like, usually malort stays with you for a while. Yeah, and we that just one did, did it, and it was done. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of these shots, like, I do think that, they say, like, don't do them all in one day. They're all kind of watered down, like, the horchata yeah. and fireball is just, like, horchata with, like... A, a topper, a, yeah. It's they're not really alcohol heavy, or spirit forward, as this one bar in Canada called it. <laughs> um, so, regardless, I, uh, I think next week we're gonna go back and do the Thunder Badge. So we did the shot for the Rainbow Badge, but got the Marsh Badge. So we gotta get the Thunder Badge, the Rainbow Badge. Yeah, they probably changed the, the volcano badge. badge and the earth badge. That's what we gotta get still. Yeah. Alright, so let's get into actual Pokemon talk. So, for those of you that are unaware... That have been living under a rock. Uh, Pokemon is a multimedia franchise consisting of video games, television, movies, toys, trading cards, and literally everything you can fucking imagine. And Pokemon 
translates to pocket monsters in Japanese. Does it translate to pocket monsters, or is it short for pocket monsters? Because I've heard that it's short for pocket monsters. I mean, that might be accurate. I don't really know. I know that the show in, like, all of the series and franchise in Japan is just pocket monsters. Yeah, I think it's just short for pocket monsters. I don't know. I don't know. I barely speak English, all right? Um, She's not wrong, though. It's ridiculously huge. Uh, There's... It's the second largest franchise behind Mario for, like, video games. That makes sense. Yeah. It's probably one of the largest, like, multimedia franchises, if not the largest. Yeah, because, I mean, there's movies, there's trading cards. There's There's TV shows, there's video games. Everything. That TV show is still on. That TV show was on when I was a child. That TV show was on when I was eight years old. When I was younger than eight. Younger than eight years old. Yeah, because I used to watch it when we lived in Canada, and I was younger than eight. Yeah. All right, so... Because I... We'll get into this. I'll tell you about it later. So, a brief concept of the Pocket Monsters slash Pokemon world. I kind of think it's, one, a little ridiculous that you're giving, like, a background to Pokemon. Because, like, everybody knows what Pokemon is. I'm trying to be supportive. For the uninformed. For the uninformed. And the ignorant. So, essentially, Pokemon started as a video game and players are designated as Pokemon trainers. They have three general goals, which sort of align with the television series and movies and such later. So your goals are to complete the regional Pokedex. A.K.A. Catch them all. Catch them all. Gotta catch them all. But you gotta complete the regional Pokedex. By collecting all of the available Pokemon species found in the fictional region where this game takes place. And this fictional region is essentially a part of Japan. Based on the maps they show you. When they started, yeah. Correct. When they started. So the, what I'm reading is like from the beginning. So you got to complete your Pokedex. You're going to compete in the national... Pokemon League. Oh, no, that's not what I was reading. Um, complete the National Pokedex by transferring Pokemon from other regions. So that's not how it started, though. That's, like, afterwards. Oh. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the first the first game was the... There was only the, the one. ones that you yeah. could catch. So that's, like, a later goal. All right, so we're talking current goals, then. Fuck the later goals. So then, if that's the current goal, then... You gotta... The Pokemon... We need to talk about this, I think, because you mentioned that it's based off Japan. It's no longer based off just Japan. It's the world. That's where it started, yes. Right. So, the most recent Pokemon series, game, show, whatever, is based off of Hawaii. And then the one before that is actually based off of France. So, they take, like, different regions, and they're basing it off of different regions or different, like, areas. So, like, Johto and Kanto are based off of Japan and different parts of Japan. Um, I don't... Remember where Ruby, Diamond, Pearl, and Black and White are, but X and Y was based on France, and then uh, Sun and Moon are based off of Hawaii. You know a lot more than I do. I play the games. I did not. Anyways, so your the concept is you gotta complete your Pokedex, um, share your Pokemon from other regions, and train a team of Pokemon that is powerful enough that. 
you can compete against other team owners and trainers so that you can win that fucking Pokemon League and become the champion. Right. So you gotta become the champion. Yeah. That's the concept I of mean, Pokemon. Main goals: catch them all, become the, the Pokemon champion. Correct. It's yeah. literally in the song. Yeah, it's in the song. You want to be the very best that no one ever was, and to catch, catch them, them is your real test. To train them is your cause. <laughs> all right, we're, all right, that's we're gonna get like sued for saying that. <laughs> Um, so, so you want me to go to the next part real quick and then we can go into the, what's the next part? So I was going to say that the Pokemon concept started as two video games in Japan for the Game Boy in 1996. OG Game Boy. Yeah. Not color, not anything else. It was the OG Game yeah. Boy. And in Japan, they released Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green. And then later that year, the trading card games came out, and so did the TV series. And then in 1997, the games came to North America, Europe, and Australia, and they were known as Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Uh Uh-huh. So the whole thing is it started as Green and Red in Japan, and it came to the U.S. as Red and Blue. Yep. And then Yellow came out later. Yeah, so something interesting about the game, actually, is that... I'm pretty sure in Pokemon, red and blue slash green, um, or I guess red and green slash blue is the way I should say it, that you were not able to change the gender of your character. And I know that for a fact because you played as red. Um, and I think in Gold and Silver, it was the first game that you could actually pick your gender. I don't think I've ever noticed that. Yeah, you are forced to play as red, who was Ash. Right. Re- well, actually, technically, red and Ash are not different. Red and Ash are different characters because Ash was not a relevant character until right. Yellow came out. Because Yellow is the yeah. only game that semi follows television series. Um, so you play as Red, and then Blue is your Blue slash Green art is your villain. Right? Um, not villain. Your nemesis. Like the person that you are. They have a term for it too, um, but it's not like a villain. It's like your competitor. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure Green. Or, like, that first generation is the only one that you cannot pick your character. I, I'm i not entirely sure about Gold and Silver. I played... Actually, I think you can pick a girl in Crystal. Because um, I played Crystal. I don't know about Gold and Silver. I haven't played since Yellow, so I'm very behind on the games. You want to start with the television show? Yeah, let's start with the television show, because that's how I got into Pokemon. That's how I got into Pokemon. So I was, like, six or seven, I think. Probably younger than that. I don't know what year... Actually here, 1998. I was six um, when the first movie came out. So um, the television show had been out for at least a year before the movie, first movie came out. Okay, so I was probably, probably five or yeah. so, five or six, when I started watching the show, and then the first movie came out, and I, my parents, um, my mom and my sister at least, took me to see that. And my, like... The one memory I, like, I, the strong memory I have from that is that they were giving out a Pokemon card during that game, and there was, like, a goddamn riot at the movie theater because they were giving out Pokemon cards, and people were crying. There was just, like, a crowd, and they didn't have enough for everybody, and kids were crying everywhere. I didn't care because I didn't play the, like, the the card game. Yeah. Um, but people were fucking freaking out and yelling at the managers. It was insane. Um... My other memory is crying during the first movie when Ash died. Temporarily. Died. I thought he died. 
Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. Can we go back? Like, He's like to- knocked out. I don't know if he actually died. I, don't, I haven't I don't- seen this since that first time. But apparently I cried. He um, probably got knocked out and you thought he died. Yeah, and my mom and my sister make fun of me still to this day for crying about that. Um, I still cry during the fourth Harry Potter movie when Cedric dies, so don't worry too much. Yeah. I don't know that I've watched any other Pokemon movies after that, though. So, for reference, um, the television series has had, to this date, 1,004 episodes. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes. They are currently in their seventh series. That makes sense. It follows the generations of games. And the seventh series or the 22nd-ish season. Yeah, it's hard to follow. It, but that's resulting around 40 to 50 episodes per season. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to be honest, though, with the television series... I haven't watched since the end of what is called the first series, which was the Jota League Master Quest saga. I randomly watched a little bit of... Recently, because it was on Netflix, not recently, but like the last two years. Um, I think it was some of Black and White. And then I watched a, like an episode I... or two of X and Y, and I was like, I don't want to do this. I stopped watching after Master Quest because I remember when it turned into Pokemon Advanced and that was in like 03-ish and I was like, I don't like this anymore. I just watched it because it was something to do and something to like listen to while I was doing homework. Yeah. Um, And it was, I think it was black and white. I just didn't really care that much, honestly. Um, So I stopped watching it. Also, the characters were kind of annoying. I never really watched X and Y. Um, I honestly haven't even watched all the episodes from... Like, Gen 1. Oh, I've seen all of it. Um, the Kanto League is on Netflix. If you want to watch the, the pre-Johto, okay. you can watch it on Netflix. Yeah, I never watched Kanto. Um, that was the original. Sorry, I never watched Johto. I made a note about some episodes that were pulled from rotation for various reasons, and I kind of want to talk about those, because sure. I think that's the more weird, fun stuff that's more up our alley. So, episode 38, and I'm not going to try and say the Japanese name, but it is more commonly known as Cyber Soldier Porygon, or Electric Soldier Porygon, and it aired in Tokyo. I don't know that it ever aired in the U.S., but I've seen it online. So it says it aired in December 1997. Is that the one that people had a bunch of seizures from? And the episode is claimed to be dangerous to health. 20 minutes into the episode, 20 minutes into the episode, there is a scene where Pikachu has to stop some vaccine missiles with a thunderbolt attack. And this resulted in, like, a big explosion and, like, rapid flashes of red and blue. And there were some similar parts within the episode with those color flashes. And it was, like, super intense and they were, like, almost as bright as strobe lights. Like, that was the most comparable way to describe it is it was similar to a strobe light. 
after like that sequence, uh, people were complaining about blurred vision, headaches, dizziness, and nausea. And a few people actually had, like you said, seizures, blindness, convulsions, and loss of consciousness due to this episode. So, you know I saw that shit online. <laughs> Alright, so... Let's let's go into the episodes that have been pulled in the United States. So some of the episodes that have been pulled are due to natural disasters that have happened in other parts of the world, and they didn't want to show those episodes because the concept of the episode is too closely related to whatever was going, what was going on at the time. Yeah. That makes sense. So I think one of the most notable ones that was pulled within the U.S., it's called Beauty and the Beach. Yep. I knew about that one. It's the 18th episode in the original Japanese series, originally skipped within the U.S., and... Oh, I guess I didn't realize... They tried to edit it. No, they originally didn't broadcast the show until, like, two, the year 2000 in the U.S. I thought it was earlier than that. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, within the U.S. and Canada, you may have seen it earlier. No, I mean, I think it might have been, like, seven. 2000? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I really don't like, know. I would have been three if it had come out in, like, 98. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're or right. Or not. I would have been five if it would have come out in 98, so I feel like I was older than that. I was, like, elementary. I was in elementary school yeah. when Pokemon was a thing. That makes sense. But anyways, so... The female... I have a hard time reading this because it's so ridiculous. So, it was banned because James wore an inflatable bodysuit to give him large breasts uh, so that he could win a beauty contest. By the way, James is from Team Rocket. Yeah, James is from Team Rocket, who cross-dresses quite a lot. Yeah, he cross-dresses a lot. Which I I love. Um, And so that scene was removed from the English version. And then later on, an elderly man stares at Misty's breasts, and in the original Japanese version, he says that he'll be looking forward to having fun with her in a few years. Um, Goddamn! That's not I think cool. they dubbed that over in the U.S. version so that he doesn't say that. Um, that's pretty fucked up, though. Um, another banned episode is episode 35. Um, and that was because they constantly... The Legend of Dratini. Yeah, they used a bunch of, like, they were using handguns, and they thought that that was a bad idea. And then the other one that was removed was the Ice Cave. So this is Pokemon Master Quest. So in the U.S., this was Season 5. It was actually never shown in the United States, and it was never shown anywhere outside of Asia. Um... The episode was banned because of the appearance of the Pokemon Jinx. Yes. Some people believed that Jinx was a racial stereotype for Africans, similar to those from the story of Little Black Sambo, because she had large pink lips and black skin. Yeah. And Jinx is commonly known as being a kind of racist portrayal. No, I agree. There was also another episode, apparently, that was banned because of that. Um, episode she 250, looked... due to the large focus on Jinx, and because yeah. it never... It didn't redesign her with the purple skin. Yeah, so... 
Jinx was redesigned with purple skin instead of black skin or black coloring. Yes. After a cup, after it had already come out, because a, I mean, obviously we were not around to see much of this, but there was a black face actress that looked very similar to what Jinx looked like. Uh huh. And that obviously is not cool. No, so not cool at all. They re-edited Jinx to make her appear as having purple skin instead of black skin. Yep. Um, another couple of ones that we had that were withdrawn in the U.S. was, and I didn't realize this, so this is from the first season, the Tentacools and Tentacruel episode was removed because there are similarities between Tentacruel attacking the city and September 11th, 2001. So, oh, so that uh, was temporarily banned. Yeah. So they're not banned now, but it, when they aired, like, they would used to skip over this episode. That makes sense. So originally this episode was aired about a month after 9-11-2001. So it was aired in October of 2001, and then they didn't show it until 2005. They stopped showing it. And or they showed it. I'm sorry. They showed it, or they stopped showing it until Pokemon moved over to Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And then after Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, they stopped showing it for a little while. And then also, they stopped showing the Tower of Terror episode, and it was also withdrawn due to its title. It's been aired since the regular episode rotation, and the episode is about Ash and his friends visiting Lavender Town to visit the ghost Pokemon in the Pokemon Tower, but I think the name kind of set off some people, Mm -hmm. and they decided to pull it from rotation for a temporary period of time. That makes sense. I mean, you could find all this shit on Netflix. These, These two episodes that we have found that are related, people have pulled due to 9 11 you can find on Netflix today, but obviously it's 2018, so. Quick note um, on the movies. So, if you did not know, there have been 20 Pokemon movies. Um, I did not know the number, but that does not surprise me, because I feel like a game, a movie comes out, like, every year. Yeah. You just don't hear about it. Like, I know that they're not huge in the United States anymore, but they're pretty big in Japan. So, I saw the first four, I think, in theaters, and then... I literally saw the first one. Maybe 2000. I've seen, in general, like, on TV randomly, I saw Pokemon Forever, and I think that's it. I saw four in theaters. I saw the first, the first four in theaters, because that's, I, I mean, I was young. I was a kid, so those showed in the U.S., Oh, I saw one of the Victini movies. One of the what? I saw either Pokemon Black or like or White. In, in oh, the movie. got it, got it, got um, it. Randomly. Interesting. Well, so like, think about it like this. I played the Pokemon games regularly when they come out, and I right. knew that there was going to be a Deancey movie. Uh, I did not realize that four more have come out since then. Essentially, 
the only reason I understand that, that there's been 20 movies is because every time that they release a movie, they do, like, a special event for that legendary, mm, and they release that's it. Fair. And I have fallen, I don't know, I've, I've noticed this about myself is that, like, I play the games, like, religiously for a couple years, and then I kind of fall back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played religiously from, like, XY, uh, Sun and Moon, and then, like, kind of fell off during Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, so I haven't really, like, gotten into getting the legendaries, um, but it does not surprise me that there are 21 Pokemon movies. Yeah, the next, er, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, the 21st one is supposed to come out sometime this year. It is called the Pokemon, Pokemon the Movie Everyone's Story. It's taking us back to the Orange Islands arc, which is what is the second Pokemon film, and... Yes. They're just taking us back to that region and that time. Right. I don't know that it's a full-on It makes remake. sense, though, because they kind of rebooted the Red and Blue series. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, like, are doing a series with Red and Blue. Interesting. What I'm just looking at right now is the fact that they redid the Red and Blue um, as a series, and it kind of follows the adaptation of the game and shows you, like, the story of that game in the show. Because oh. the, the Red and Blue games follow... The Red and Blue series technically follows Ash Well, I mean, not, not quite. I mean, Yellow follows Ash and Kanto. Right. So they Red and are, Blue are the same right. zone. So they are actually, like, giving you a series for Red and Blue with Pokemon Origins. Oh, okay, um, got it. And, like, it. going over their story, that story between Red and Blue. Um... So that's what it's about. That's about. That's it came out in 2013. I didn't know that From was what a I thing. understand, it's kind of like a more adult version of it. Oh. Um, that's interesting. Not 100% sure. I never actually watched it, but I think it is a little bit more geared towards adults. Like, I think, not adults, but, like, not children. Like how Pokemon currently yeah. is geared towards children. Yeah. Um, or at least at Ash the time we were, we were into it. Yep. Yeah, uh, can we talk about the fact that Ash just, like, leaves his home at age 10? Is he 10? I thought he was 8. He's 10. So he's 10, leaves his home, has not aged in 18 years. Yeah. 20 years, actually, I guess, technically, from the original series, from, like, the original airing. We'll get into conspiracy theories in a little bit here. From what I understand, though, like, the actual logical reason for why they do that and for, like, the studios is that... Pokemon is obviously geared towards children. Children. Yeah. Obviously, their major fan base are people in their 20s at this point, uh, which is late teens, 20-ish. Yeah. Um, But they still kind of hold strong to the fact that they are gearing the show towards children, which is why Ash never ages and why he starts over, because they don't expect children that are, like, being exposed to Pokemon to go back and watch the old series. They expect that most people that are randomly finding out, most children that are randomly finding Pokemon are going to watch that series from start to end, and that's it. Yeah. They're not going to go back until they're adults later on and say, like, oh, why does Pikachu, like, lose all of his stats? Like, why are, why when they move series and move um, regions, is, are they starting, is he starting over, essentially? Yeah. Like, because if you watch it, I mean, Ash, who has gone through, like, seven different leagues sucks every time he moves to a different league. Yeah. Um, it's because they're gearing it towards children that are theoretically watching it for the first time. 
and have not. I mean, that makes the most logical yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they're not gearing the show towards people like us that have watched yeah. it in the past. They're gearing it towards kids that, so that way Ash is like, ti- quote unquote, ageless and timeless. I mean, that makes the most sense. So, let's talk video games quickly. Yeah. So, there have been... Did you ever play the video games? I played original blue and original yellow. And I think that's, that's about it. it. Okay. Although, I've played some of the more, like, console games. Right. So, with... It's like Snap and Coliseum. Correct. Okay. And we'll talk about those, because I, so I love So, the Snap. canon games that are, like, in the series... I played everything except for uh, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, so Generation 4, and Gen uh, 5? 5 is B. So Gen... Yeah, Gen 5 with X and... uh, Yeah, Black and White 2. I did not play. Um, I played Black and White, though, and that was fun. My personal favorite is Sapphire, which was the first game I played. Um, I, that's my personal favorite, just probably because it's the first one I ever played. Actually, Emerald was the first one I ever played. So, I was not into big, like, I've never been big into handheld games. I loved handheld games, so, so bad at console games. Oh, console games was where it was at for me. So, I loved consoles. I hated the handheld. I, see, I loved handhelds. When I moved here from Canada, my cousins all had Crystal, mm-hmm. and, like, they're different Game Boy Colors. Yeah. Um, so I, when I convinced my mom to buy me a Game Boy, the SP had just come out and they were like, get this instead. You can use Game Boy Color games on it, but you can now use the new generation. So I did. And, um, Emerald was the first game I played and I loved it. The first game I ever played was Pokemon Blue. And I played, I own pretty sure it's still at my parents place i have blue and yellow and i honestly i think that's all i've ever played i think i played sapphire i've never owned it but i've played sapphire for the game boy advance okay and i i've never i didn't even realize they were still making games until steven came over with either sun or moon or one of those yes yeah for no for his switch you Sun can, and Moon are on Switch. You can play it on Switch. He was playing it on Switch. I think he was playing it on Switch. But I he still has it. I don't think you can play Sun and Moon on Switch. I don't know how it works. It's They're not available on Switch. None of the games are available on Switch. Well, then he brought over a 3DS. <coughs> yeah, 3DSs are insane. He probably bought, brought over a 3DS and you just they look different than you expect. I mean, I don't know what any of these consoles look like. Because I don't think they're available on Switch. Otherwise, I would have downloaded them. He probably... Um, so, I still play him. I just recently bought... And by recently, I mean, like, last year. Um, bought Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I just never... I don't know. It's the same as, like, Sun and Moon, so I just didn't really get into it. Yeah. Um, What's the difference between, like, the Ultras and the Regulars? Or, so like, the like, Black 2, White 2? Black and White are... So, like, you know how they have red and blue, and then they have yellow, which is technically a sequel? Oh, I thought yellow was just a different storyline. It's considered, like, a sequel in the same generation, so, like, when they have gold and silver, those are, like, the two versions where you have, like, slightly different um, legendaries that you can get, and slightly different... It's the same game, but there's just, like, a slight difference. Okay. Um, The one that comes after that is very often a combination of those games. 
Oh, so like, okay. For example, in Emerald, it's a combination of Ruby and Sapphire where it comes out after as like a sequel, but you can catch all of the same Pokemon. You can get both legendaries. You fight both Team Rockets. That's interesting. Versions. I but did not and, know that was a thing. But for black and white, instead of doing one that like is the same vein, it's the same game, but a different... It's the same game, but it combines them, essentially. Okay. For black and white, they most people thought it would come out and be like, great, or whatever. Uh, what they came the out with instead was a direct sequel. Oh. So black and white and black and white 2 are completely different games. Whereas oh. normally in the past reference past games, they've been the same game. It's just a broader version of it. Black and white happens. And then black and white 2 is a direct sequel. Uh, Sun and moon happen. So... I guess a big thing I should mention, that's something that you probably won't know about since you didn't play, X and Y came out, and they did not do a sequel. Or then they did not do a combination. Okay. So most people thought Z was going to come out eventually. So oh. X and Y stand for the two Pokemon, Xerneas and Veltal, um, that are the legendaries. And then there was another one called Zygarde. And they everyone thought that there would be a Pokemon Z that came out. And... The Nintendo company, and Nintendo and the Pokemon company copyright all of the potential names that they could go with. Right. So Pokemon Z was copyrighted. And people thought Pokemon Z would come out. Never did. Instead they came up came out with um remakes of Ruby and Sapphire. Oh. So and I don't know if you know this, but typically every generation they come up with a remake of um one of the first generations, so that way Essentially, you can play, like, the old versions of the games they don't, on the sort new of, consoles. Sort of, but not really that, necessarily. It's that, because of the bra- the jump between technology, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games don't talk to the current generation. Oh. You can't transfer between them. So, they've been remaking Red and Blue. They remade Red and Blue, um, so that was Fire Red. Leaf and Green. Leaf Green, yeah. Um, and then they did Gold and Silver. And that was um, Soul Silver and something gold. Heart Gold. Heart Gold. And then they redid Ruby and Sapphire, and that was Omega Ruby. Ult- I don't remember what the Sapphire was called. Um, but they remade those so that they could you could actually transfer Pokemon from those generations in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so they did that so that they could talk to the newer consoles. Um, so instead of doing a sequel to X and Y, like Z or XY2, they did um, Ruby and Sapphire remakes. And then they just went straight into a new generation, oh. which people were not expecting. Because every single time up until then, they had done like a combination, a combination or a sequel, and they did not do that for X and Y. Um, so then they came out with Sun and Moon, and then Omega, uh, not Omega, um, Ultra Sun and Moon are... And this is not a spoiler because it's been out for so long. If you haven't played it, then it's your own fault and you don't, it doesn't really matter. Ultra Sun and, or Sun and Moon bring in alternate dimensions. Oh, that's a spoiler to me. They bring, but... yeah, well, for you, yeah, but you're not going to play it. No, I'm they not. They bring in alter, it. alternate dimensions and Pokemon from alternate dimensions called Ultra Beasts. Okay. And so Ultra Sun and Moon technically takes place in that alternate dimension. Oh. But you're that's part interesting. of it. And it, from what I understand, it takes place. So, like, it's the same game, but slight differences because of that alternate dimension. All right. 
Um, but I don't remember what we're talking about. There's going to be a new game coming out in 2019. I'm excited. It's going to be Generation 8. And it's going to be on the Switch. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, um, let's go into my favorite, which is the console games. I said console weird. Uh, console games, not console games. You didn't say console. That's what I felt like I said. You didn't say it. Well, that's what it sounded like right. in my head. Console games. So Console games. Let's just name them. Yes. So, Pokemon Puzzle League, Pokemon Snap, which is my personal favorite. My jam. <laughs> and then Pokemon Stadium. All of those were for the N64. And a fun fact about Stadium, you can teach Pikachu to learn how to ride a surfboard. In Stadium. That's you good... can get a Pikachu with Surf in one of the earlier versions, but you can't bring him into, um, like, newer games. Oh, shit. Like, Pokemon, um, I don't remember which one it was, but it was given away as, like, mm. um, a movie. That he could ride a surfboard? Uh, I think he rode his tail. Oh, because in Pokemon Stadium, Pikachu rides a surfboard. Honestly, I don't remember which one it is, but... Yeah. But then, obviously, like, the big one you can still get today is Pokemon Coliseum. Yep. And then you can also bring, there are Pokemon that you can play in, um... Mario Super Smash Brothers. Yep. Super Smash Brothers. You can play as Pokemon or Jigglypuff. Yep, you can play, as, I think, Pikachu's in there. Um, the newest one, the newer, the newest one I have, at least. Greninja is in that one from X and Y. Oh, I don't know what that character is, so I did not know that was a thing. It's a ninja frog looking Pokemon. Um, nice. Doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, let's get into console games because you have some favorites in here. Oh, so the first console game, I so I never was that into handhelds because my older brothers were past handhelds by the time I got their hand me downs. Because I never, I never paid for a game console like okay. ever. Yeah, in I my entire life. I bought an SP, um, and then I had a, I bought my own DS, but I bought that from, like, someone on Craigslist, mm-hmm. um, and then Derek and I have a Switch, but that's technically Derek's. Yeah, but, like, so my brothers are quite a few years older than me, and they were past the handheld games yeah. thing by the time I was into that, so I had... I had, like, an original, original Game Boy, like... Yeah. And then I had a Game Boy Color that was a gift, and then I had my brother's, um... Wasn't a Game Boy Advance. Oh, it was called Game Gear. Okay. And it was only, like, the only game I could play on there was, like, a Sonic game, and it was about, like, almost a foot wide. Like, Mm -hmm. it was this huge fucking thing I had to play. It was my brother Ben's game, so it was, like, super old, and then I finally, like, by the time, I was way behind on games. I had a Game Boy Advance I never now, paid. I about it. I had an Advance and an SP. I had, I had an Advance. Is that the one that folded in half? That's an SP. That's what I had. I didn't pay for that. Game Boy Advance SP, technically, so it was an Game Boy Advance. Well, that's, that's what I had. That's the one I had. I had my brother's original yeah, Game like Boy, and then I had the SP. Or not Blacklight, built-in Backlight. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I had, and I got that as, like, 
My mom won it at an auction, so that's the only reason I got it. And then I had my brother's N64 later than it had come out, but N64 had been out for a little bit when I got my hands on Pokemon Puzzle League. And I, I loved that game. Essentially, I just played, like, Tetris, but it's, like, got Pokemon on the side. That's all it was. Yeah. And I loved that. And then I got my hands on Pokemon Snap, and that was my game. Let's talk about Pokemon Snap. I feel like everybody's favorite console game, probably not true, but Pokemon Snap was incredible. Pokemon Snap was my absolute, that's probably my favorite video game ever. Yeah. I, that's one of my favorite Pokemon games, honestly, like, non- um, handheld? Non, yeah, handheld generational is Pokemon Snap. I'm not even at the handheld. I've, I don't play a ton of video games, but whenever I do, I'm like, man, this is not Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really play video games other than Pokemon games. Really. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know why, but Pokemon games are my favorite. Like, I, I will... I don't really play console or PC games all that much. Yeah. Um, except for, like, Stardew Valley, which is so much fun. I don't even know what that is. I got Joe and Michelle into it. Um, it's... It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to matter. It. Um, but... Let's talk They Pokemon still don't Snap. compare to Pokemon. Let's talk Pokemon yeah. Snap, though. What is your favorite aspect of that game? Why is that one of your favorite games? It's just so different than all the other games. I just like it's that like, you ride around on a raft in one scene, and you're trying to take photos like while you're on a yeah, raft. Yeah, so I it like floats. that. Is, it's just so different because like the game, the the idea of it isn't to capture all of them per se. It's to, to like, get the get best photos photo. of all of them. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I don't I don't know if you know this, but they kind of bring in in the newer version. So in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. They bring in a little bit of Pokemon Snap. Oh, I didn't know that. They have like little photo locations where you can go and And you're looking photos. Yeah, but you're looking into like a hole in a wall or in a fence, and there's Pokemon. There's a Pokemon that's kind of like in the wild and doesn't know that you're there, and you're trying to get a picture of it, and you're trying to find like get the best photo of it, and you pick one. You take like five or six. Pick one, and then it gets raided. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they bring in, they, they acknowledge how many people like Snap, and they've brought in that gameplay a little bit. I loved Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. I just like that you go different places, and you take photos of them, and, like, you gotta do stuff for them. Yeah, you have to do different things to, like, get, so, like, Mew, for instance, yeah. and Pokemon Snap. Spoiler alert, although Pokemon Snap's been, been out for forever. a long fucking time, you have to do different things yeah. to get a photo where Mew is not, like, projecting a ball. Yeah. Um, my favorite memories of Pokemon Snap are actually, like, in high school. My friends and, honestly, like, high school. When I was in high school, Pokemon Snap had been out for forever. Oh, yeah. Um, Same. We'd be like, all right, well, let's go home and play Pokemon Snap. <laughs> like, we'd go places and be like, let's go play Pokemon Snap. Snap. And we'd yeah. get so excited and play it. Um... When we go to replay next time, I think we can play Pokemon Snap. What? They have, like, a series of televisions. Yeah. And they have game consoles set up. I think Pokemon Snap is one of the games. Because we were too busy trying to catch them all. That's that's true. Um, Yeah, I love Pokemon Snap. 
one of my favorite. One games. of my favorite memories is my older cousin and I used to play, and like she would play and I would watch because that was the way I always worked. Is mm-hmm. like she really wanted to play, so I just enjoy. I my thing is. I it's enjoy watch. watching yeah. other people play video games. I do too. Yeah. Because my brothers would never let me play, and they would play single, single player games, and yeah. I would just watch them. So my hop, like, I enjoy watching other people play games. And so my cousin used to always play Pokemon Snap, and we used to always try and get Gloom as she's, like, expelling her pollen. Uh-huh. Because it expels out of her head. Yeah. And, like, you would get, like, a higher rating we found online. If you could get, like, a gloom exploding her pollen. So her, we used to play the same level over and over again to try and get gloom expo- exploding her pollen. I also think it's, and I just want to comment on this for a second, because you call gloom a girl. It's interesting, because I also, no, I mean, I agree, like, there are Pokemon that I consider, like, immediately as more a girl. More feminine. Yeah. Not necessarily more feminine, but, like, I always just, in my head, it, or headcanon is that, like, this Pokemon is a girl. Did you know there's a designation between a male Pikachu and a female Pikachu? Yeah, the female has a heart. Her tail is like... A a, heart. Not quite. It's a little like squiggly shaped versus the male Pikachu we know through Ash Ketchup. No, the female Pikachu, instead of like a flat edge, is a heart. I didn't think that looked like a heart to me. It looked like a less straight line. So... I think we touched on, we talked, we talked about Stadium a little bit. Yeah. And then Coliseum is just a bigger version of Stadium where you can bring in your Pokemon from your Game Boy games. Yes. And connect those in. And then we talked about how there are some Pokemon characters in Super Smash Brothers. And before we move on to like general fun bullshit, we got to mention Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. I didn't play a ton of it. Oh, I played so much. Um, when it first came yeah, out, I didn't play a ton of it just cause like where I was didn't have a, a lot of Pokemon. Um, and it was kind of frustrating. And I, what I think is that like with person Pokemon go, if you didn't get lucky initially with like super high quote unquote level or I don't remember what the term yeah. was, um, it was hard to really go anywhere and do anything. Like if you weren't leveling up so quickly, like everybody else was, it was hard to get into it because some people had like. Pokemon that had four or five hundred experience or whatever yeah. points, um, and it was hard to get there and like level up. To well, that the thing high. that I always ran into problems with Pokemon Go was that there were no gyms within like a reasonable distance of my apartment. So the closest gym, I mean, I've lived in my apartment forever, but like the closest gym is like where we're going to do division. Okay, so it's like Damon and Division. Gotcha. So that was the closest gym to me. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to walk 10 minutes to go to the gym to battle other Pokemon yeah. that are trying to take over my gym. It's so uh, that wasn't worth it to me, so I no. kind of just got over it. And then I used so much data, that it cost me so much money that I was kind of <laughs> over it. Yeah, I am the same way. I just, I don't know. I It was fun initially, but then it got kind of, like, intense, and it just wasn't that much fun anymore. Yeah. Um, you want to hear some weird things that happened because of Pokemon Go? I do. So, there was a teenager that discovered a dead body on Pokemon Go. So, she was trying to find a water Pokemon in this location that sounded like, you know... A good place for water Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. And it was near a river in Wyoming, and she was looking in this area, and she found a body floating in the water. 
That's insane. Yeah. And then people have used the game's social component to plan robberies. And so when I was using it, there was no social component. But people have apparently designated areas with other players so they can catch wild Pokemon and then... Like, rob their homes. Police in Missouri actually found out that four teenagers were using this geolocation feature to anticipate the location uh, and level of seclusion of unwitting victims that they could rob. Oh, wow. And then, obviously, you know the game is sending people to weird locations. You're finding people that are getting locations in, in actual graveyards. And people are requesting people to stop playing, having a gym in a, the middle of a graveyard. So it's disrespectful to the people mm-hmm. that are buried there. And uh, the game is more popular, apparently, or at the time that this article I found was posted. Pokemon Go, at one point, is, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that it still is. Pokemon Go was more popular than Tinder. Is Tinder that popular, though? Not anymore. I mean, Tinder was popular when I was on it, but it's not anymore. Gotcha. I feel feel like Tinder has lost its edge. I mean, I've been off of it for more than four years. Right. When I was... I was in the early phases of Tinder, so it was, like, super popular when I was on it. Yeah. But... I mean, it makes sense, because there's a ton of more apps that... Yeah. Yeah. For dating. Yeah. But, like, Pokemon Go was, like, two years ago. Yeah. And so, I feel like by then, Tinder had kind of died down a little bit. Yeah. So, it doesn't surprise me that Pokemon Go had us... It says that 60% of people that downloaded the app use it daily. And the average amount of time spent playing is around 40 min- 43 minutes per day. Compared to Instagram's 25 minutes per day... Or Snapchat's 23 minutes per day. Interesting. So at the time when Pokemon Go was released, it was more popular than Instagram, Snapchat, and Tinder. Wow. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Alright, so now that we're on the topic of some weird things, yes. do you want to talk about what your favorite conspiracy theory is? Ooh, yes. I can, I mean, talk about mine. It's the most popular one. You want to um, talk about yours, I might start crying. I think it's what it is. It is what it is. Oh, no. Um, So my favorite conspiracy theory is just the fact that Ash is in a coma, and that's why he doesn't age. Um, That's why he... There's so much reasoning behind it. Like, when he uh, got Pikachu and there was that storm, he fell off his bike, and I think he went into a coma, and that's why he's the same age. He um, restarts every time. It's just a bunch of different, like, logical points. Um, it's very sad, though, that that would be why he never ages. Uh, that's not the one I was thinking of. What's the one you were thinking of? <laughs> the one I'm thinking of is way sadder. And we don't know... Oh, is it the Cubone one? Mm-hmm. So, there's no confirmed theory about this. So, I guess to start off with this one, in... Oh, no, don't go to YouTube. I don't want to go to YouTube. <laughs> so, to start off with this one, um, in Cubone's 
Pokedex entry, it talks about how he wears the head of his dead mother. Like, that bone on his head yeah. is his dead mother's skull. Um, so, after saying that, do you want to go into... So, the idea is that Cubone is the orphaned child of Kangaskhan. Because, you know, Kangaskhan is carrying, like, a child yeah. in its pocket. So, the idea is that Cubone is that orphaned child of Kangaskhan. And Cubone knows the move Boomerang, and then Kangaskhan... Kangaskhans are essentially kangaroos, and so boomerangs were used to hunt kangaroos. Uh-huh. And then Marowaks have different types of tribes all over, and when these tribes are beginning to be formed, to tell the difference between the tribe members, the original members went on to hunt Kangaskhan and would take their skulls and would give them tribe markings. Yeah, that's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. The um, oldest, when each member passes away, the eldest child takes the headdress and wore it, uh, part in remembrance, part in to remember, remember and honor tra- tradition. I was going to say transition. <laughs> they don't wear the skull of their ancestor. They wear the skull of their ancestor who wore it as a headdress. And then another fun theory I found is that Bro- the reason that Brock's eyes are always always closed is that uh-huh. he's actually a part of the Greek mythology, and then he's secretly Medusa. And then if he opens his eyes, he's going to turn people into stone. I read that one, and that's why he works with stone Pokemon, because... Yeah, they're actually people that he has accidentally turned into stone. That, and like he can't turn those stone Pokemon into stones further. Um, alright, so Ridiculous let's get to one of the last topics. Yes. Favorite Pokemon. We're doing this out of the original 151. Yes. Um. Oh, this is hard. So mine is Charmander. I love Charm. I love me some Charmander. So, I love fire types. I do too. But I'm almost thinking my favorite Pokemon might be Dratini. It's so, so cute. I do love Charmander, but it's also like a close call between Dratini. Yeah. I think Dratini is so cute as well. I honestly think that if I was a Pokemon trainer and could only have one Pokemon with me, I would maybe want like a Volpex Ninetales scenario. Uh-huh. First off, Volpex, Volpex is, is very so cute. cute. Yes. And it's if Ninetales is more powerful than you would imagine. Yeah, I get so, that. I think that's where I'd be. I mean, my be into that. If we're picking like game Pokemon, it's no, it's probably still Charmander. My personal <laughs> favorite Pokemon, and it's only because I watched the series far enough to know about it. And I'm not a plant type person. Mm-hmm. I love me some bay leaf. That's fair. Um, but anyways, yeah, Derek's final thoughts are going to be him naming uh, some of the original 151 Pokemon um, without without seeing the names and having never played the game. All right. Uh, or watch the show. We will follow us on... We don't need to say this. It's fair. All right. So, K-Bitch, bye. K-Bitch, bye. K-Bunnards...
All right, so as previously mentioned in the outro of the podcast, we are playing Who's That Pokemon with Derek. Um, I picked 10 photos of different Pokemon, and he's going to guess who they are. Uh, before he just guesses, though, he's going to describe them. And I guess disclaimer, Derek doesn't really know anything about Pokemon, so... I know nothing about Pokemon. And he says that proudly. Um, so this first one, do you want to describe what it looks like? Uh, it's a, it appears to be a black sphere with huge eyes and vampire teeth. Okay. Uh, so now I have to name it? Yep. Or say, say what I think it is? Or um, just name it? Because I have no idea. I mean, say what you think the name would be then. Uh... Blood Tweaker. It's a ghastly. He looks like he's tweaked out on coke. Ghastly. Uh, that's the that's the Pastafarian. Can <laughs> you describe it? It's, <laughs> uh, it looks like a bunch of blue noodles with eyes and feet. It's a Tangella. That's that's Pastafarian. <laughs> uh, describe it. I mean, it's a duckbill platypus. <laughs> it, it both is a duckbill platypus, and I'm calling it du- duckbill. I don't know. Side duck. That's the closest that you've gotten so far. Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a platypus. Um, <laughs> that's a penis. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> that, no. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. So no, that one's that one's named Glory Hole. It's a diglet. Uh, it looks like a a yellow flower with green leaves on either side. It's like if you could combine a yellow flower with a fish. I don't. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know what you're gonna name it. Oh fuck! It's a weeping bell. Um, this looks like a, like a, like a little snake with dragon ears and, uh, a dot on its forehead. It looks, it looks like an, like an unicorn tadpole. It's a dratini. I I mean, it's a dragon. It's It's a gray dragon. With a, <laughs> I'm gonna call it underbite. I feel like this is the one that you should get. It looks like a pterodactyl, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, called aerodactyl. That looks like a clam sticking his tongue out. Purple clam. It's a shelter. Uh, you know what? I I should know this. You should because you caught a shiny one of yeah. these. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's a little centipede-looking thing. It's like Dweedle or something like that. It's Weedle. Weedle, yeah. That was so close. Dweedle, I'm sticking with Dweedle. It's better. It's uh, it's like Leviathan. It's a blue dragon water thing. It's a Gyarados. Gyarados, yeah. All right, so I would give you two out of ten on a good day. So that was the episode. 
you could follow all of our shenanigans and watch while we act as a beer social media account that masquerades as a podcast. Yeah, we have all the socials, as you know. Um, so keep in touch with us. Say hi. We like friends and uh, come hang out here in all right that was the episode you can keep up with all of our lives and drunken shenanigans drunken shenanigans on social media and the interwebs yes we are for first and foremost a beer instagram pretending to be a podcast instagram that's accurate yeah, I would say so. Um, so come follow all of our socials. We have all of them. All of them. Uh, we're Drunk and Cultured Podcast on the Facebook. We are Drunk Uncultured on Twitter. Because Drunk and Uncultured was too long of a name. We are on Instagram as Drunk and Uncultured. And we have a Gmail account slash email, I guess. Gmail is not the right word. That's Gmail is the right word. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, we have an email account on Gmail. <laughs> uh, if you want to contact us about any opinions you have, things you want to hear, things that are too long for Twitter, like 200, longer than 280 characters. Or, you know, you just want to say hi. Yeah. So that's drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We have a kind of website that is drunkanduncultured.podcast.com. Eventually, will be a real website. Hopefully. Or maybe never. Maybe, maybe not. Never. It might just be something that we own the, the, the domain to and never actually use. I make a Spotify playlist for every episode. She so. does. So listen to it, subscribe, let Steph feel fulfilled in life, and it's validate called, her. It's called Drunk and Uncultured Music. We're on Spotify. And, and it's a good playlist. I listen, I listen to it all the time. I change it every couple of weeks because it's whatever we're listen to, listening to or, like, it's themed around the episode yeah, sometimes. it's really good usually. Always. Shouldn't say usually. She gave me a mean look. <laughs> <laughs> um, we both have our individual socials. Stephanie is at underscore Stephen Color. And Lindsay is at Lindsay Sold Out. So if you like the show, please go online, um, on whatever your favorite podcast streaming service is. Or if we're, you know reaching you if you're listening to this illegally somehow i don't know how i don't know how just like subscribe rate us like us leave a review whatever floats your boat if we're reaching you you know telepathically just uh reach out back at us 